Hi, this is Chad Dull. Welcome to my Poverty Informed Podcast. Since I seem incapable of writing in the last six to eight months, uh, I'm kind of sticking with podcasts right now. And I thought today I'd tell you a story that I think illustrates some issues we have when trying to serve people with barriers. Uh, It's a personal story, and it goes a little like this. Um, If you've listened to me talk before, you'll know my journey through college wasn't exactly linear, uh, that I started college in one place and finished it 12 years later in uh, a third college with some breaks in there, as I always describe it, uh, some time wandering the metaphorical desert. But I remember when I went back and I I made it work, I was studying to be a teacher. My first career was in, my first college career was in education. And the last semester of an education degree, you student teach. And I was in the semester right prior to that, um, and I was 29 years old, so it always felt a little, maybe a little out of place with some of my more traditionally aged uh, classmates, but I had made it. I was going to student teach that spring and hopefully have my first teaching job in the fall. And my university was taking me through the process. And we got an email, I think. Uh, It's been a while, but I think we were doing email back then that informed us that we needed to attend a meeting, uh, that we needed to come to a meeting to be trained on how student teaching would work, uh, what kind of the processes were, and apparently there's some sort of human resources function in it because our college's human resources people would be there. And in the notice that we got was a large, uh, bold section saying, professional dress required for this meeting. Essentially wear something nice. Which seems innocuous, right? But it's not. Uh, At that stage in my life, I had used up about every resource I had to get to where I had gotten. Buying clothes was not really on the list. Uh, I paid rent. I paid for school. I budgeted meticulously. Uh, Don't ever let people convince you that poor people don't know how to manage money. No one manages money better, uh, at least in my experience. But I knew that I really didn't have any money until the next semester when I would get, uh, honestly, my my financial aid refund check, which is what I was kind of making work at that point in time. So I didn't know what to do. Uh, And like so many things, when you're poor, it's anxiety provoking because you feel like this must be the norm. And once again, you're outside the norm. And what do you do? So what I did was I went to the local big box store with my checkbook because I don't think I had a credit card at that time. I'm not sure that I had any credit at that time actually. And I bought a nice sweater or a nice enough sweater and a pair of slacks and a pair of shoes. And I uh, wrote a check for them, a check which probably would bounce, although it was the 90s, so I was making a bet that the check wouldn't clear in time. And I wore this outfit to the meeting, keeping the tags on the clothes and hiding them as carefully as I could. They served food at the meeting, 
right? This is what we do at professional meetings. And I remember being terrified that I was going to spill something on these clothes because as you can guess, what I was going to do with the clothes after this you know, 60 minute, 45 minute, whatever meeting that I had to be professionally dressed for was go back to the big box store and return them before my check bounced, which is exactly what I did. So I posted this story on social media recently uh, as, a, as a very short, just kind of, uh, I don't know, anecdote. And I've been surprised at the reaction I got. Um, I don't know if people don't always read carefully or if some bias was showing through, but I had people tell me that their university required professional dress from day one and they served lots of poor people and it was an important step to help students move along. I had someone talk to me about having clothing closets on campus, which I think is a good idea, although I'll be honest with you, I'm not sure I would have felt like I was supposed to go to one, so uh, you'd have to work at making that more normal. Um, and then had someone tell me that I really didn't understand how resourceful people in poverty were. Uh, although we engaged in some conversation and I think that that viewpoint shifted, I thought my solution, while incredibly stressful, was resourceful. But I've been thinking a lot about it because usually uh, the things I post don't generate a lot of conversation, but this one did. And it struck me that this professional dress thing is the embodiment of uh, this flawed concept that Alfie Cohn talks about all the time that he calls Baguti. B-G-U-T-I. Better get used to it. In this case, it meant asking an undergraduate with no money to find a way to get clothes that looked like the kind of clothes you would wear when I had graduated and would be able to afford them. Because people dress a certain way in schools, I better get used to how they dress. You can see the flaw, can't you, without thinking too hard? Uh, I love Elfie Cohn. Some people do, some don't. Um, but he's very funny, among other things. And his example that I remember was, it's as silly as saying, you know, there's a lot of cancer in the world, so let's have some carcinogens, because we better get used to it. So I'm having a little fun with it. But it wasn't at all fun back in that December when I was 29. It was the kind of thing that made this two-time college dropout want to run away. Uh, and I think only because I was so close and old enough, I didn't. And so for this last week or so, I've just been thinking about how many things in our educational environments, in our colleges in particular, are built on Baguti models. Once you see it, it's hard to unsee it. You think about the student who's told, you know, my attendance requirements are because those will be the attendance requirements in the career you have chosen. You'd better get used to it. Except, I'm at your college trying to get the tools to meet those expectations. I have a good friend who's a vice president at another college who I saw take on this issue, explaining to someone who was frustrated that a student wasn't committing enough of their time to class, saying, you don't know the other commitments this student has. You don't know the barriers they're overcoming just to be there. They are trying to acquire the resources to behave this way that you see down the road. I thought a lot about this because I think it means we should design differently, right? There has to be a scaffolding 
I think back to my own example, and I knew that I had to dress a certain way for student teaching, and I knew that I had budgeted, that when I got my financial aid refund, I would have enough time to buy the two or three outfits that I would rotate through and meet those expectations. Um, it's still a little insane that I was paying for the privilege of working that semester and had to meet these expectations, but at least I had a plan for that. This meeting where these human resources people just told me I should be in professional dress uh, with an exclamation mark or bold lettering or some other thing that felt like, oh, I don't belong again. I don't know where that came from. You know, we do it to kids in K-12 school. I remember when my children were in middle school, they were told, oh, you think this is tough. Wait till high school. We almost say literally out loud, you better get used to it. And I can't help but think how many people that excludes. I can't help but think how that entire position comes from a place of having what you need already. Uh, a misperception of the suffering and how important it was that you suffered through it to get where you are. What's wrong with helping people to get where they are? What is our obsession with the nobility in suffering? There are lots of examples, but I guess I'm asking you to think about where are the places in your work that you see someone using bagooty? This idea that something good for someone because they better get used to it. Think about the, I don't know, the world view on that. Think about who it excludes. Think about what we're asking people to get used to. Are we talking about structures that are fair and equitable? Do we want them to repeat? It's an important idea, and it's been on my brain for the better part of a week. Anyone who listens to these podcasts on any regular basis knows that really, my challenge to all of us is we could do better. We could do better. Who else could we bring to the table? Who else could we see through to success if we didn't ask them to get used to things before they had the tools to manage those things? We really could do better.